The 43rd Summerfolk Music and Crafts Festival takes place the weekend of August the 17th to 19th on the shores of Georgian Bay, just outside Owen Sound. A beautiful site, it's the perfect situation for a summer festival. And each year, Summerfolk prides itself on putting together wonderful musical lineup, and the 2018 edition is no exception. To learn more about the performers heading to Summerfolk this year and all the other great things you can enjoy at the festival, we're pleased to welcome back to Folk Roots Radio Artistic Director James Keelahan. How are you doing today, James? I'm doing great, Jen. How are you doing? Great to be able to talk to you. I can't believe it's a year. You know, it's like, you know, they say as you get older, life speeds up, and I'm really starting to feel that. <laughs> I, feel, I feel the same. I feel, it, I feel it just rushing at an incredible pace. Yeah, but we have summer folk to look forward to. It takes place, I mentioned, the weekend of the 17th to 19th. Fabulous festival. I do love the site, as I mentioned at the start of this interview. And you've been artistic director there for a while now, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I think this is number seven for me. What is it you love about being an artistic director at a festival like Summerfolk? There's a number of things I love, but one of the things I love is that it's still an artistic activity. Setting up a, uh, a festival is like planning a set of music. It's got the same. It's got the same sort of thing. You need dynamics. You need flow. You need. It's got to go up and down, and it's got to. It's got to live and breathe. And so it's like composing uh, a three-day-long set of music with you know forty other acts. And so there, there's a real there's a real challenge in trying to get that right, trying to get the flow of the whole thing right, and uh, and I love that and I sweat over it every year and and every year I I think oh my god this is crap nobody's going to like it, uh, and and then it turns out that people love it, uh, so so exercising that creative muscle is one thing. The other uh, another thing is just you know sort of finding. Uh, Finding acts that that are kind of un, uh, unusual that you know that our audiences haven't seen before, but that I've seen in other festivals or that I've come across, and introducing people to that music, uh, and introducing those musicians to our audience, I, I really, really groove on that. I think that that's a that's a really, uh, really interesting, interesting way to to do this job is thinking about you know what people want to hear uh, when they don't even know that they want to hear it themselves. And, you know, and I think that that really epitomizes the, the festival experience as far as I'm concerned, because, you know, we all have our favorites, the people that we go to a festival for, but there is nothing better than being blown away by somebody who was nowhere near your radar or, or you know, like you mentioned, I mean, a, uh, a, you know, a genre of music that you didn't even think you would like. And then somebody's on stage and they're, you know, they're giving it their all and you suddenly realize, well, it's just that wow moment, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's very much that wow moment. And I, and I like people to have wow moments. And I like myself to have wow moments, too, because, you know, sometimes I bring somebody in and I go, I just don't know if this is going to work. You know, I don't know if, if people are going to get this. And then when you see them get it, when you see that it, that it goes over and that people embrace it, it's just the most satisfying feeling in the world. So let's talk about this year's lineup. I know there are lots of favorites in there, but the whole reason I like to do these interviews is I like to say, well, James, who is it that you're looking forward to seeing at Summerfolk this time around? Well, uh, I'll start, start by saying everybody, uh, and then I'll say that uh, if I was going to run down a list, I think uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing Tanika Charles. Uh, 
Tanika is uh, originally from Edmonton, but she is, she has sort of an interesting kind of backstory that um, she was getting out of she was getting out of a bad relationship, and, and she'd uh, uh, hopped in the only vehicle available to her on the farm that they were living on outside of Edmonton, uh, and it was a standard. And she she doesn't drive standard, so she didn't get very far. But but um, somebody then you know sort of uh, helped her get a little bit further, and she ended up going to to uh, Toronto. And she really didn't have uh, much of a musical background at all. Uh, she you know sort of listened to her dad's records and stuff. Uh, and she went to Toronto and thought maybe she'd try her hand on, at acting, but then ended up starting to get uh, backup singing jobs with all kinds of groups. Uh, Bedouin, Bedouin Sound Clash and, and others. Uh, and, you know, within two or three years, she started to build a, a solo career for herself. She's, uh, you know, an incredibly soulful singer. She's got a, an incredible, engaging, powerful presence on stage. And for somebody who's so young uh, in the music to, to sort of arrive at this point of maturity so quick is really quite, a, quite amazing. So I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Tanika. Yeah, I was just reading ahead and I saw that she's part of a gospel session with Samadhan Thamartin and Delta Sugar, Tressa Levasseur and Susie Vinnick. That's going to be absolutely fabulous. That's going to be on the Sunday morning in the amphitheater. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's our traditional gospel workshop. Always well attended and always a, a high point of the festival. Her uh, main stage concert is going to be Saturday at uh, 6 p.m. on the amphitheater stage. So tell me about some of the other people. I mentioned um, Samantha Martin and Delta Sugar. They have a wonderful album out, Run To Me, and they're a fabulous festival band. Have they been to Summer Folk before? Well, she's uh, she has sort of family ties to Lion's Head, right. uh, which is uh, a little bit north of here, uh, between uh, Owen Sound and Wyerton. And uh, she has lots of family there. And, oh my God, I just realized that she was born in Edmonton as well. That's right, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, she spent a lot of time here and uh, uh, in this area and did her first recordings uh, with uh, Tara and, and Trevor McKenzie at their studio here in town. Uh, and so she has really deep, deep ties in the community. Uh, so she has been to the festival a number of times, but uh, this time she's coming with the full juggernaut, the, uh, the 11-piece uh, band for Delta Sugar. Uh, and she'll be doing her main stage uh, slot on Sunday night. Uh, just uh, before closing. And uh, Sam is just such an amazing, amazing uh, person, you know, in terms of she's got an incredible amount of strength. She's very passionate about what she does. She's passionate about everything uh, in her life. And she just sings with such total abandon and sings with her total, you know, sings with with the the whole body. And uh, she's just a, a... an amazing performer and I think one of the truest kind of blues voices that we have in this country. And staying with the blues, you've got Susie Vinnick, who also has a new album out this year. That's Shake the Love Around, another fabulous performer. And, you know, one of the things I love, again, you know, talking about the festival experience is when you get people joining each other on stage, which obviously Summer Folk does in spades each year. Yeah. And Susie is is uh, a master at that. And one of one of my things as an artistic director, you know, but also as a as a performer over the years uh, that I've learned is that that you need people in the roster who are what I call spark plugs. Uh, they're people who 
uh, are deeply connected to a whole bunch of people at the festival, as Susie Vinnick is. Uh, people who are widely respected by the other musicians at the festival, which Susie Vinnick is, but who are also really willing to go anywhere, but also make other people feel comfortable on stage. And so I'm confident whenever I put Susie in a workshop situation, that she's going to make the connections with everybody and she's going to bring that, that group of people together to create a fantastic musical experience. And that's what Susie is, is, uh, really good at doing. She's, a, she's a connecting point. She's a node and, and is able to, to spread, uh, that connected, connectedness, uh, throughout the entire festival. And she has a main stage show in the amphitheater on the Friday evening. Uh, yes, again, the, I'm sure there'll be lots of tracks from that great new album. And again, you mentioned just a, a great performer. So tell me about some of the other people you're excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see a young Welsh group called Callan. Now, I saw them only briefly a number of years ago at uh, the New Bedford uh, Folk Festival. And uh, they're, they're a uh, five to six piece band. And the, the music they play sort of comes out of... Out of uh, the Welsh traditional. So they, you know, there's accordion, there's fiddle, there's harp, and and uh, they're not they're writing original stuff in that Welsh tradition, but also playing Welsh traditional music. And uh, they're also incredibly wicked cloggers. They they do a style of uh, Welsh clog dancing that uh, that is just really energetic and and really quite delightful. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing them. Solomon, go never thine digon A kill so no bob and ronin, or see me vindy will your arm
That's Callan from Wales with Sinwa Solomon from their 2017 album Solomon. They're at Summerfolk this year and James Keelahan, Artistic Director at Summerfolk, is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. So tell us about some of the headliners because there are some very interesting names in there this year. I love the fact that Bahamas is coming uh, he has a wonderful new album out, uh, Earth Tones. Tell us a little bit about getting Bahamas for summer folk. Well, I've been I've been chasing Bahamas for three years, <laughs> and and this was finally the year that we were able to to pull it off. Uh, of course, he's he's uh, originally from Barrie, Ontario. The thing I, I really admire about Bahamas is that he's he's had this very very steady rise. I mean, the first album was uh, was in 2009 uh, and it was nominated for actually a, a Folk and Roots Award uh, at the Juno uh, Best uh, Folk and Roots Recording uh, at the Junos but he's then gone on to become this, this sort of like the the singer-songwriter guy for the for the uh, for the adult contemporary market and he's managed to achieve all of this in, in a remarkably, remarkably understated way, and and uh, an understated way uh, in terms of the way that the whole press and the publicity machine that that backs people uh, goes, it hasn't been you know trumpets and and blaring and anything. It's just been this very steady, understated rise, and I think that's because of the type of music that he creates, because even as he's marched up this ladder. You know uh, of the of the uh, the adult contemporary thing. When you when you look at an album like Earth Tones, with that album, he could have gone way over the top in production. It could have been like produced uh, to within an inch of its life, uh, but it's not. What is always central in everything that he produces is the voice, the lyric, and the melody. That never gets subsumed into the production at all, even on. Um, is it uh, the the track has gone out of my mind? Even even bad guys need love, right? Which is a very very sort of hip hop influenced song, but it still has all this space in it. You know, like there's there's actual space in in what Bahamas does, and I find that one of the most endearing things uh, about his music. And I think that's that's what's going to make him a great fit for summer folk as well, because it's not this uh, overbearing production that's going to sort of land on our stage. He, he'll adapt himself to where we are and what we're doing. And he, and he is a very, very engaging live performer. And talking about people who are very engaging, uh, you've also got uh, Susanna Glukak and Sarah Harmer coming to Summerfolk this time. I do. And, and again, two people that I've been chasing for a while to come up. And uh, the stars aligned. Susan, you know, I, there's, there's not much you can say about Susan that, that hasn't been said. Just a, a really incredible presence, a real, uh, a real solid voice from the north. She she sings about, you know, where she grew up and and uh, you know and uh, the vision of the north uh, and whatnot, and and also a very engaged person uh, socially through her Arctic Rose Foundation. Susan's going to be with us, but on the Friday night, continuing with our exchange. Uh, that we started last year with the Cape Croker powwow. Susan and the band are actually going up to do a special performance at the at the powwow on uh, Friday night, and then coming back with us. And she was very gracious in doing that. So she's she's coming with a four piece band, uh, and I'm really looking forward to the show. And again, with Susan, when I talk about space in Bahamas music, 
with Susan, who's a person who grew up in the Arctic, and, and I really believe the landscape affects the way that we feel. And so the Arctic is a place of wide horizons and, and big skies, and I think that Susan totally encapsulates that. With Sarah, I just have a personal anecdote that a couple of years ago I was playing at the Home County Folk Festival, and Sarah was as well. And on the Sunday, I was sort of like getting my stuff together, and Sarah was backstage and was asking the people in Performers Hospitality whether they knew of anybody who was driving back to Toronto because she needed a ride. I said, well, I'm actually, I'm driving up to Perth, but I can drop you in Toronto. And uh, so I gave her a ride up to Toronto. And I was uh, I was tickled by the fact that, that Sarah was just loose enough that she'd sort of come down to uh, London to play and just really didn't think about getting back to Toronto. Just thought, you know, it'll all work out. And, and that van ride was, was one of the more entertaining van rides of my life. I mean, we talked a lot about literature. Sarah is extremely well-read and extremely thoughtful. And uh, she brings all that stuff to her music. And she's headlining, I think, on the Friday evening at Summer Folk this time. She's uh, headlining on the Friday evening, uh, bringing along uh, a four-piece band as well. And, uh, and uh, she'll be doing a workshop, a uh, Songwriters in the Ground workshop with Stephen Fearing, uh, Rose Cousins, and uh, Nick Sherman on uh, the Saturday afternoon in the Down by the Bay tent. And you mentioned Rose Cousins. I mean, she has been doing... Uh, so, so well over the last few years. Uh, her Natural Conclusion album, which came out last year, fabulous, fabulous album. You must be pretty pleased to have her coming to Summer Folk again this year. I am. You keep picking all these people that, that I've been trying to get for years, <laughs> and, and Rose is one of them. And, uh, and uh, again, it, it just hasn't worked out any, on any other year, but it did work out this year. I think Rose is one of the best songwriters we have in this country and again a very engaging performer and a very engaging personality and i've had the opportunity to write with rose uh, on a number of different occasions and have always found that a real sort of mind-opening experience she's also she's also one of the funniest people you'll ever want to meet she's got a great sense of humor let's talk about some of the the lively music that's going to be there i noticed that Har- the harpoonist and the axe murder are coming back now they were a huge hit at summer folk last year uh, fabulous, fabulous live band. Tell us about bringing them back this year. Well, we had a, we had a bit of a technical glitch last year, which ended, which uh, caused their uh, set to get uh, cut short. So uh, I really wanted them to have a have a as they say as they say in Australia, I wanted them to have a fair second to salve. Uh, and so uh, uh, brought them back this year, and I'm going to put them on the main stage for a short set, and then they'll be in the uh, down by the bay stage for uh, another another set. And a couple of workshops, but yeah, they just in the incredible groove. Uh, really, really, uh, I, I refer to it as filthy, dirty music because it, it is it is really gritty. Uh, it's got a lot of edge to it, uh, and they're they're just you know fantastic and engaging performers. And it's got the added bonus this year that the uh, backing vocalist that they're bringing with them is a woman by the name of Andrina Turan, and uh, Andrina. Uh, might be familiar to some audiences out here. She was one of the, the principals in a band called Schick Gamin. And uh, I've known Andrina since she was about 15 years old in Winnipeg, and she is one of my favorite singers on the face of the planet. So we're also going to uh, highlight uh, Andrina in a couple of places uh, at the festival. 
That's the wonderful harpoonist and the axe murderer with their song Get Ready from their latest album, 2017's Apocalyptic. They're back at Summer Folk this year, and artistic director James Keelahan is giving us the lowdown on some of the artists that he's looking forward to catching this year. Remember, Summer Folk takes place from August the 17th to 19th in Kelso Park on the shores of Georgian Bay, just outside Owen Sound. So tell us a little bit about the youth program people this time, because one of the nice things that Summer Folk does each year is the Youth Discoveries program. Uh, tell us a little bit about the people coming in for that this time. We we sort of uh, reached a little bit further afield this year uh, with the Youth Discoveries. We did, uh, we did a showcase in uh, Toronto. We did one in London. And, of course, one up here. And I and the rest of the Youth Committee were completely gobsmacked at how mature the acts that, that sort of um, went on to the finals. We were so amazed at how mature they were as performers. You've got uh, Emily Gilbard, who has a really unusual voice. What happens with a lot of young performers is, you know, they've been listening to music on the radio, and the inflections and the, the trills and the, and the style of that singing tends to work into the way that they sing happens to all of us. You know, I listened to Stan Rogers and John Denver and Tommy Macon when I was young, and you can hear overtones of that stuff in my voice. So you can hear overtones of the people that they uh, listen to. But Emily just totally breaks that, that mold. She's got a really deep, resonant voice. And at the finals, when she sang her first note, it was this incredibly low note. It sounded like she was singing out of her boots. And you saw the, the entire audience, like, it was like they were they were hit with a club or something. Everybody leaned back and just went, whoa. So I think Emily is really somebody to watch. Uh, Fork and Harp, uh, a duo uh, from around here, are uh, starting to make a name for themselves, a really energetic uh, duo uh, playing original stuff and, uh, and really sort of kicking it out there, banjo, guitar. Um, Esther's Family, uh, an arrangement with, uh, from, uh, from London, playing really great uh, original tunes, cello uh, and guitar and percussion in the band. A group called Bassett, uh, who are just mind-numbingly good for how, for how young they are. And uh, Willem James Callan, again, uh, from London. They're just the crop this year was, was incredibly refined, and I, th- I think that they're going to be some of the stars of the, of the festival for sure. It's certainly great to to see youth being given such a prominent place at a festival. We should also mention, I think, that Paige Ballard was part of the youth program last year. She's coming back. And I think the Lifers, weren't they in the youth program a couple of years yeah. ago? And yeah. they're back so we, this year. Yeah, we and we like to bring uh, youth performers back uh, if, they've been, if they've been making sort of progress in their musical career. And certainly uh, Paige and the Lifers have both been doing that. So there's almost too much to talk about. I just wanted to throw a few more names out there. The great Fred Penner is back this year. You know, one of the things I love about Fred is the fact that he is a brilliant children's performer. But boy, do I love it when he's in a workshop. Oh, yeah, me too. And I've I've got him in in a couple of interesting workshops. But we're also doing something a little bit different with Fred this year. And we're going to open up the amphitheater stage uh, for an hour in the afternoon on Saturday at 2 p.m., for a special Fred Penner concert, so the amphitheater he'll have his own concert space uh, within within the amphitheater on Saturday afternoon, uh, 
and then we'll be utilizing them in workshops over the course of the weekend as well. And and engaging. You know, the last time I had Fred here, I was absolutely because you know I I came to having kids late, and so although I knew Fred you know, quite well from festivals and stuff. I've never seen any of the TV shows or, or you know, any of that. Can't remember who we had that year as, as uh, amongst the other headliners. But, it, you know, it was, pretty, it was pretty significant. But the person who got mobbed every single time was Fred Penner. And it was, and it was, he was being mobbed by, you know, sort of 28 to 35-year-olds. I could not believe how attached people are to Fred Penner. It's, it's an amazing thing to see. So lots of great music on our offer at Summerfolk this year. Remember, it takes place the weekend of August the 17th to 19th. But it's not just about the music. There's also a lot of other things to do at Summerfolk, isn't there? Well, you can certainly eat. You know, we've been, we've been uh, uh, laying the menu out, and, and, uh, and uh, we've got our usual great selection, wide selection of, of food, everything from the uh, incredibly addictive angel fries. Uh, there's wood-fired pizza. There's the uh, Indian tacos. There's... You know, a lot of really great stuff to, to eat. And then there's our amazing uh, Artisans Village. Where, uh, we, uh, our Artisans Committee selects, uh, handpicks uh, artisans to uh, occupy the 40 to 48 booths that we have lining the, the walkway. Uh, and they're all uh, unique uh, artisans. And, uh, and it's a chance to, to pick up something special for the one you love uh, to take home with you. Uh, so, so they, you know, that's always a, an integral part of our, an integral part of our, uh, our festival every year. Uh, you know, the, there's the wine bar as well as the, uh, the beer tent. There's, uh, you know, just an, an amazing, uh, bunch of stuff that, that goes on at the festival. There's the kids area, uh, there's children's crafts. Uh, we're bringing in reptile, uh, displays this year so you can get some hands-on experience with reptiles. Uh, we'll, of course, be running the Children's Parade again this year, led by a uh, um, uh, Brazilian drumming stilt troupe uh, called Tall Beats, who will be leading the Kids Parade this year. So there's just a ton of stuff to do, and it's, it's really a family event. It certainly is, and certainly one of the friendliest festivals out there. If people want to learn more about Summerfolk and get tickets, how can they do that? They can go to the uh, Summerfolk page, uh, which is summerfolk.org, and they will find all the information there. Or they can phone a one triple eight six five five nine zero nine zero if they want to order by phone. So online, go to the summerfolk.org page, follow the links, and that'll take you there. Or by phoning one triple eight six five five nine zero nine zero. Well, as always, it's always a great pleasure to talk to you about Summerfolk each year. And one of the things I love is the fact that we get straight from James Kimelahan, the people that he's really looking forward to seeing. And there are a lot more, a lot more than we could even mention up to, I think there's 40 different artists that'll be at Summerfolk this year. Uh, we only have one thing left to do, James, and that is to pick the next piece of music we're going to play. What is it going to be? It's going to be a track called Fijiak from a live recording of uh, the incredible band Vishnan, who I think are, are just at the top of their game. They, they're from the Acadian end of the, the maritime music scene, uh, and they 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 play like angels. They're they're amazing. And and in this live track, there's always this point um, in a traditional set of tunes where you transition from one tune to the next. And about halfway through this track, they transition from one tune to the next. And I have n never 
it blows my mind every time I hear it. I've never heard such a seamless transition between tunes, and it speaks to the uh, to the quality of their musicianship. An absolute pleasure, James Keelahan. This is Vishton live with Figiak, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall, and we'll see you at Summer Folk. <laughs> 